Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Truck Smart Studio, your total accessory source with locations in Rockland and Auburn. This is KYRV FM, Roseville, Sacramento. 93.7 The River. Listen on the free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts. Free never sounded so good. It's the Dog and Joe Show. 93.7 The River. Slava, lava, nigga, I got a Tuesday. Good morning, Sacramento. All right, first order of business, GNR. Welcome to the Jungle or Pearl Jam Black. Uh, pretty evenly paired with Era. Uh, and opposite, I know, in texture or music, but both songs came out not too far from each other. So tell us what it is that you want to hear this morning. You want to go a little plaid or do you want to go a little makeup? You want to you wanna tease your hair and put some mascara on or you want to act all cool and walk around with knee holes in your jeans? <laughs> uh, tell us what it is you want to hear. GNR or Pearl Jam Black. Joe's got the Instagram going. I've got Facebook, so chime in. We'll do a quick roll call anything else you want to say uh please do so margie good morning ruben good morning chad good morning trevor Vern, mike robert john valentine george chad we've got terry we've got tammy carly good morning casey christy uh we've got dolores cassie paul roger Larry, Dylan, Mike, Ruben, good morning. Still catching up. Adam, how are you? He says, PJ, uh, good morning, Vernon. Um, Vern says, neither. GNR's overrated. Uh, I do agree with that. Uh, never was a big fan of GNR. Liked a couple songs, but Slash, just such a hack. Just such a two-bit phony on the guitar uh, for me. Uh, Cruz, good morning. Good well, morning. i go to a concert and listen to him. <laughs> Ted. Uh, welcome. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Michelle. Richard, uh, whoa. Oh, I thought that said good morning from Buffalo, but it said good morning, butthole. Uh, good morning, Mike. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Cruz. Uh, I think we are all caught up. He said black. Uh, they're still chiming in. Gilbert, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what it said. I thought it said good morning from Buffalo, but the guy said good morning butthole. <laughs> Brian, welcome. Frank, welcome. Jason, welcome. Uh, we've got another Jerry. Uh, Michelle, welcome. A lot of people chiming in. I can't keep up with this. So if there's anything pressing that you guys want to say, please hit to it. Uh, Frank says good morning, guys. GNR, please. I'm trying to catch up on the songs. What do you got over there? Oh, um, this is legitimate before okay. you go. Good morning from Idaho. No oh, confusing that. Okay. Welcome. Uh, let's see. I did see a question in here. Oh, we already know how he likes this, Mike, but I'll, I'll have him. He'll answer it for you. Bourbon neat or with a big rock? Oh, God, no. Don't ever. Don't ever. There you go, Mike. You asked for it. Water down my bourbon. I don't like it cold. I don't like it watered down. I hate ice hitting my lip. Mm. No. If it's not neat, you're a pig. 
It's got to be neat. It's got to be neat. Let let me just talk about this. This is pretty funny. I I, got to share this for people out there that drink uh, bourbon or stuff that's straight. Buddy and I went to a Mexican restaurant a little bit ago. So I went into the Mexican restaurant, and they didn't have Woodford, but I felt like a whiskey. So the guy says, we're at the bar there at this restaurant. He said, hey, what can I get you? So I said, and I forget what it was. It was like a bullet or it was uh, a maker's, which I'm not fans of either. But I said, give me one of those two, whichever it was, neat. And the bartender, the bartender like looked at me and he like paused, kind of, kind of like, oh, well. And then my buddy's like, neat, what does that mean? So I said, neat, no ice. And the bartender said, he wants a shot. They're kind of making fun of me, you know, because we're at this Mexican restaurant. And they don't pour a lot of, like, neat drinks. So he's like, he wants a shot, you know. Isn't that what it is, though? No, it is not. When You, you get, get more than a shot? Yes, you, you put it in a different glass that's not a shot glass. Because when you get a mixed drink, you get a shot with whatever it is you're ordering. Well, I like, don't know about that. Like, when you get, like, a vodka and a, and a whatever, vodka Sprite, vodka whatever, they give you one shot of vodka, or you can get a double. In the so, drink. Yeah, so typically a yeah. mixed drink is always a shot, so I figured a neat was a one shot as well. No, 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 yeah, but it never goes in a shot glass. That's, okay, so it's a shot in a bigger glass. No, it's it's a little more than a shot. You should get two fingers, and it should be in a nice wide glass because you're going to drink it. You're not going to shoot it. Unless you show up to a biker bar or some sort of, you know, hillbilly bar or something, that lots of people do put put neat drinks in a shot glass, but that's lazy. I've seen the whiskey glass, but I just assumed it was a shot in a whiskey no, glass. No, a neat bourbon should be more than a shot. It should be two fingers, and it should come in a drinkable glass, not a shot glass. Now, that guy, that's what he said. He's like, oh, he wants a shot. No, God damn it, I don't want a shot because I'm not shooting my bourbon, and I don't want to sip it out of a thick-rimmed little tiny glass. I want a big, wide-handed, nice sipping glass. That's what a neat bourbon comes in. Oh, you've so, got married. Mary's goat this morning. Yeah, so this this guy. Nobody doesn't know what neat is. Yeah, neat. Uh, you got to have it neat. It just comes in a bigger glass. Typically, at a, at a decent place, you'll get a better pour. Right, retro. And and it comes in a nice glass. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what else? That's it. They don't want to ask anything else now. Oh well, they, yeah, you asked and I told I'm you. I'm teasing with you. Yeah. Buckethead or Slash? <laughs> what does Buckethead play? The bass? Yeah. Well, no. It was Buckethead bass or guitar? God, that's they're both terrible. Play with a Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket on his head. <laughs> yeah, hey, I know, hey, I know. Kiss wore like all this makeup and spit blood and slip up wore masks. Hey, I know. I'm going to put an empty bucket of chicken on. Stupid. You don't need to do that. Learn how to play your instrument. See, that's what musical lessons are for. If you don't waste mom and dad's money or take advantage of the curriculum at school and learn how to play, you don't have to go out and dress up like Kiss and zip your fat bodies when you're 90 years of age into, into fake leather and you don't have to wear masks and spit blood and wear Kentucky Fried Chicken buckets and do... You but you can. But you shouldn't. But you can. You can, you but can. You, you shouldn't. Because it's rock and roll. If you know how to play the instrument, you pick it up and you make music. Um... I wanted to tell, what's his name? 19, see, they don't have names on here, so is, I'll just call you 1986. But he said, Axel's always late to a concert. I just want to let you know, he's making up for that. So years of being late to a concert, anytime he does one now, he plays for years. 
Oh, so yeah. he'll start at 8 p.m. on Tuesday. He's going to end at 8 p.m. on Saturday. And he'll play a, a whole week straight. A lot of people don't know this. All part of a GNR class action lawsuit. Oh, yeah. So when you go to a show now, even though you didn't pay for six hours of GNR, he may have missed a show in Rhode Island or, or Nantucket. So now when he plays, he has to give back to the community the amount of time that he has been late or canceled. That GNR concert me and Dana went to lasted 55 hours. Yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> I never, I've never been to a concert with one band that played that long before. Though, yeah. GNR, well, he's happy to be back. Not even Grateful Dead played that long. Uh, what are we playing here? Let's see here. Hold on. 10 verses, 10 or verses. Which PJ album do you think is better? I, I'd have to go 10. Um, 10 older, 10 better. Versus, then you start getting into just the... T- versus to me, and then getting into the trilogies and all those other things, or whatever those were called, you start getting into... Wasn't t- it the anthologies? Whatever. What, it, he call, what is that what he called them, the anthologies? It was something, the somethingology, whatever. But you get into verses and start moving down the road. Now you start getting into wildflowers, and you start getting into full moon fever of Tom Petty. Oh, here we go. Yeah, well, it, was, it wasn't about Tom Petty. No, I know. But what I'm okay. saying is, it's okay. Let's you gotta, take. You got to pump the brakes. Let's take it back to Fonzie. You got to pump them. Let's go water skiing in a leather jacket. Let's jump the shark. That to me for Pearl Jam versus Forward. <laughs> Terrible. Did not like it. Ten, eh, pretty legendary anthem, big record, uh, but versus forward. <laughs> uh, good morning, kids. Good morning. Good morning, David. Uh, UK fan says we should check out uh, Greta Van Fleet sometime. We have. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. A couple years ago, we were giving away tickets to Greta Van Fleet, and I was talking to Joe and the others here about it, and Joe's like, oh, dude, yeah, I've heard her. She rocks. <laughs> And I'm I'm scratching my head. I'm like, I've heard Greta Van Fleet a little bit. I go, that's that's not a her. So I Google it, and I, I swung the computer around. I said, Joe, you think she's pretty hot and good? He's like, oh, yeah. And I said, this is Greta Van Fleet. All guys. Joe's like, oh. <laughs> Such an idiot. <laughs> Such an idiot. Uh, what are we playing here? It looks like I'm playing uh, black on my end. I think so, yeah. All right. Uh... You got anything else? Yeah, hold on here. Uh, Dick Bushlong chimed in. He said, tater tots and a burrito. That's lazy, isn't it? No. Uh, no, They look delicious until he killed it. Over the weekend, I did, you know, two sunny side up with linguisa chili and tater tots and cheese. Oh, my gosh. I rolled this up in a burrito. It was amazing. Um, I I don't know what the lazy part was. No, you got to cook a tater tot, bro. It takes a good twenty minutes sometimes, eighteen to cook a good tater tot. Uh, kids these days, I'm going to blow your mind with this, and and I encourage people to get behind what I've been shouting oh, for years. Man, you don't do them in the mic, do you? Yeah. Well, I got one that works now. Maybe I'll try this. This is what you do. Okay, it's a science machine. I've been telling you to cook, and I'm talking cook, not reheat prepackaged meals and TV. From the microwave for years. No, the microwave is one of the best cooking machines ever, and anyone that works at the restaurant business knows how much they use them and what you can get away with. It's not about hot pockets. It, cha- it kind of changes the food a little bit to, to warm it up in a microwave as compared to, to something else. So, you know, if you're going to cook in that, doesn't it? I mean, it, it does change the way it tastes a little bit or no the way the texture of the food no is. and for years and years and years they talked about how it robbed everything of its nutrients they've come to find out that's not the case either so what you do is just take a napkin and and you got to get the mini tater tots i haven't tried it with the full size but i always get the all right of the minis because they taste better you take a napkin and you put out 
I don't know, 20, 25 tater tots flat on the napkin. You still doing minis? Yeah, right yeah. out of the freezer, and you put them all flat so they're not stacked. Put those in for about two minutes on this napkin. Don't cover it. Straight up, face up, tater tots to the moon on the napkin. You put your plastic microwave covering dish over it? God, no. Stop it with that. That No. You no. don't use that? No, you do oh, not use that. Oh, what is that a sin? <laughs> well, sometimes it makes it taste like plastic, and two, it's going to put moisture in there. So, so listen, napkin, flat, about 20 tater tots, 25 or so, two minutes on the napkin. Don't cover it. Do two minutes, pull them out, let them sit there, and then what you're going to, you can you can hold that napkin up and the tater tots will stick. You take a fork or your finger and you, you knock them into your plate or whatever you're going to do, and they have a crispness. A crispness. A crispness to them that is equal to 15 to 18 minutes in the oven. I'll do it tonight. And, and all you do is you lay them out flat. Just put them out flat, 20 to 25-ish. I'm, I'm kind of guessing with the count. Two minutes. If you do them a little longer, they'll get a little crisper. But what they'll start to do if you go too long is they'll harden. What a lot of you know uh, potatoes or microwave things will do, the edges like bread or whatever, it'll harden. But two minutes, and you'll find your sweet spot depending on how your microwave cooks. But it gives them an outer crispness. It gives them a tenderness inside, and you're done I'm telling you, it's two minutes. It takes seconds. I eat them quite often, more than I should eat tater tots, because this this trick that I found is so Boy, good. Boy, if that's true, my son will be so happy with me. No, it, so if you're going to... get to the brass tags. Why'd you put eggs on that? Why'd what? you put them eggs on that burrito? Oh, my God. Why got... did you do that? Oh, God. You I... couldn't. You just couldn't leave it alone, could you? You just couldn't walk away with what you had created. You had created perfection, and then you pooed on it. I I will never stop with one protein. I, I am a multi-protein man, and for anyone out there, any walking hot dog that's like, ugh, too much protein. All the eggs just, because uh, I know they just gooed it out. The, the, go back to Facebook. Oh, I put it up on Sunday. That yolk ran down. It went. Listen, I always talk about yolk hitting my elbow. This yolk ran down my elbow into my, I felt yolk on my armpit because it ran through the burrito butt. And I just, just go to the store and get a thing of chalk and then grind oh. it up and drink it. I love I love yolks. That's what yolk tastes oh, like. Oh man! And Ugh. a lot of people, you know, the, the I drive around. People are like, "Yo, dog, you're yoked." Damn right! I eat two eggs, sunny side up all the time. What did you see? What I had for breakfast this morning, <laughs> sucker? Uh, Joe, anytime you're ready, we gonna do the Pearl Jam. Yeah, on ninety three seven, the River. Sacramento's Rock Station, 93.7 The River that goes to Eagles Hotel, California. Coming up next, uh, we're going to talk about some celebrities. Not really bad celebrities, just some celebrity crap going on. A lot of people online, they couldn't believe Macaulay Culkin. He received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which I don't know how many people know this or remember this. It's not given to you. It's not some well-decorated honor in Hollywood. Basically, you got to cough up the money. I don't know if it's like 500 bucks or whatever. This broke my heart when I found this out. <laughs> and you submit it to the chamber and you say, hey, you know, I want to have a Hollywood Walk of Fame star. And they're like, who are you? Oh, yeah, okay, you run this sitcom and you were here. And then it goes through like a little committee and you give them a, a $500 or $1,000 check. And they're like, okay. And then you get your star. So it's not like this big accolade. But Macaulay Culkin got his star. And at the star presentation, he got on the microphone and all these different people hadn't heard Macaulay Culkin talk since, like, Home Alone. 
they hadn't heard his adult voice. So everyone's online going crazy about hearing adult Macaulay Culkin speak. He's got a kid now. He's got a family. He's trying to get his life back together. So next, oh, oh, and this is good, too. Not only will you hear Macaulay Culkin, his adult voice, we're going to go way back in the day and, and, and uncover something that Tom Hanks did. Okay. Tom Hanks, who okay. Joe loves, did something very, very, very normal. Okay. So we'll talk about that and more here on the river. Celebs behaving badly with Dog and Joe. 93.7 The River. Well, of the three stories, none of which really behaving badly except this first one. This is just horrid behavior. They're into the road farewell tour, as they called it, from Kiss. Wrapped up at Madison Square Garden, they said it was an explosive finish to the end of 50 years of performing on tour. During their encore, the band's current lineup, founders Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, as well as Tommy Thayer and drummer Eric Singer, left the stage. Okay, so they're like, yeah, thank you, everybody. 50 years. Ah, and they leave. Get silent. Then the screens turn on. No one's going home because after 50 years, I mean, what, what good would a Kiss show be without 75 encores? Right. So everything's quiet. It goes dark. But then it starts lighting back up. And the screens kick on. And what they say is, Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, the rest of the people in KISS, they say, you are now going to see the new version of KISS as the band launched into a virtual, digital version of God Gave Rock and Roll to You with KISS avatars. And this is kind of cool for you, I would think, these avatars, and I guess they wore suits to get motion at some point in time. Had to, to mimic body movements and all that. Yeah. And a lot of digital trickery because I, you know, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, I mean, they're not going to move around like, you know, um, um, I don't know, um, 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 what's his name? Jason Statham. Can Gene Simmons still do the splits? Okay. Um, I'll just tell you this. We'll go all the way back to the very first record. We'll go back to 70. We'll go back to 68. I'd be willing to bet Gene Simmons has never done the splits. I don't know what would make you ask that. Gene Simmons has never on stage that I'm aware of done, <laughs> able to do, or asked to do the splits. Can you imagine seeing it do that with that crap on? Oh, my. Yeah, Gene Simmons... <laughs> Gene Simmons, it says here, did come out as a digital <laughs> avatar and ate a banana split. Wow, okay. Um, so what they do is this encore, and they say the band is now going to live forevermore as young digital immortals. And the avatars were created by George Lucas's special effects company. Well, damn. And this is a big deal. I bet they look real. Plus, they got into partnership with Pop House which I don't know how many people are familiar with them if you follow music. That is the the music group that that launched ABBA and a billion other pop bands that had huge success. Okay. It was this little hub, if you will, called Pop House that cranked out all these records just forever and ever and ever. And so they're in on this, and it's, it's in Sweden, that Pop House place. They're in on this with George Lucas, so they're going to start creating avatars and as KISS fans expected, KISS not going to hang it up, except for in real life, but they're now going to do 
Not soon, but they are going to be the first band in America to do an avatar type, avatar type, either in theater or on stage show. And they're going to get together with George Lucas and all this, and it's going to be pretty rock'em sock'em. And they say that it looked pretty cool from what they saw at Madison Square Garden, which they only got a taste. Now, when they when they do something like that, do they still? Tour? Do they still go to the different locations? Do no, they I still mean, show up? They they might kick it off. Say a little something at the beginning, yeah. maybe. Or, Please welcome myself. Yeah. You know, and then he spits blood out to get it going, but not really. And if they did this on a digital screen, you know, they could record the things and they could even or make an opener, yeah. Yeah, they could be holograms that go into the avatars. Who knows? Uh, Gene Simmons. Well, I do like this actually. He he loves this because you know he he doesn't have to get up off the couch. He doesn't have to shoehorn his ass into the fake vinyl anymore. He doesn't have to do that, and he's still going to make tons and tons of money. They're going to license this. George Lucas probably pretty smart because you know he gave away damn near almost all the Star Wars stuff to Disney. Yeah, he's looking at this. Then as, they ruined it. Yeah, he's looking at this as whoa. I, I can create, with all my special effects, which he always loved, I can do versions of this. This is the modern-day concert or expansion, extension. He's looking at this as a, a creative venture. Yeah. He, he doesn't need money. I think he wants to toy with this and really get into the, the digital effects. already done his movie stuff. I mean, what else are you going to do if you're George Lucas? You've done pretty much anything and everything you've ever wanted to do. This is next. This is yeah. cool. And and again, I mean, you can't really, you know, like he hung a spaceship on strings for Star Wars. Can't do that oh, with Gene. Can't do that with Gene Simmons because he'll he'll rip the strings. There's not strings or chains or rope out there strong enough to hold or suspend Gene Simmons any longer. So I love your joke, but I hate where you started it. Stupid. They flew. They were real. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Um, says you. Okay, wow. No, no, no strings on those. TIE Fighters. All I'm going to say is George Lucas knew. That's it. That's all um, I'm going to say. Uh, Macaulay Culkin got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which anyone can do if you got a little bit of money and you just send him a check. <laughs> Broke my heart when we found this out. I wish you would have never told me this. So people now had to hear adult Macaulay Culkin talking when he received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Take a listen. This is Macaulay Culkin. Uh, first, I'd just like to thank like everyone for coming. Um, I, I, I just, there's so many people that I love, and to feel that love back is just amazing. So, I mean, it sounds like I would expect them, kind of sounds like, you know, the late Paul Rubens. I am not shocked by this, but all the people online are like, I, my God, I've never heard adult Macaulay Culkin talk. I haven't seen him since Home Alone. I didn't even know he could talk. So all these people are going crazy hearing his voice yeah and it's just i don't know it's a non-event who'd you say he sounded like a little bit like paul rubin Wee herman <laughs> he does I guess yeah I, I, just, <laughs> I mean i heard it and i, I was like hear what you said there in the very beginning that's that's funny that's pretty he, it, it doesn't sound like he ever uh i mean matured I yeah it just i don't know that didn't sound like a grown man's voice to me and his brother i guess sounds just like him so oh. they have same mannerisms and you know well voice. maybe they just talk light a little some people do yeah he he I, I mean i don't know what the big deal is i see him talking i'm like oh that's macaulay culkin whoop de doo but a lot of people have never heard his adult voice so yeah they were blown away by it right they were enamored now we get to tom hanks what'd he do well tom hanks a long long time ago 
at a celebrity run-in. He was doing some sort of show, and he's on with Julia Roberts, he's on with Cher, he's on with some other people, and they're talking. And he says, I had an encounter with you, Cher, back in the 70s. She's kind of like, what? She doesn't know where this is going. And Tom Hanks said, yeah, I've worked for Cher. So everyone's like, what do you mean? They thought he was joking. He was baiting. He said, no, I was a bellboy at the Oakland Hilton Hotel. Cher's like surprised now because she's like, I have stayed there. Yeah. So she's all ears. So Tom Hanks says, you were there with one of your rock and roll husbands and we had your bag. And then word came down saying that you forgot a bag and they told me when I was working there, hey, you got to run this bag up to Cher's room. So I did. I knocked on the door. I put it down. You came out and said, yeah, that's it. Thanks, kid. And that was it. Turned around, walked away. He calculated that this encounter would have happened in 1975 and 76, and by my math, uh, he said you were with one of your rock and roll boyfriends. That would have been about the time she was married to one Greg Allman. Okay. Um, of the Allman Brothers. I don't know who all of her husbands were. Yeah, I mean, there was Sonny Bono, and she dated some other rock guys, but she was married for two or three years to Greg Allman, so that's who she would have been with, unless she was you know, running around uh, at that hotel. So Tom Hanks brought her bags up, and she didn't know him, and he said, I'm a big fan of shares, always have been, uh, but kind of funny. He, he, what would be their age difference? Oh, God, Cher's 118, and no. Tom Hanks is 94. Cher's probably 80. Yeah, she's got to be 77 plus, and Tom Hanks, 62, 63. Okay, okay so close, but Something he was like still that. a little bit younger. He was still a kid coming up and, yeah. and getting into it. And, and he grew up in these parts, and he stopped through and went to MJC and Modesto, and he ran through here quite a bit, and so and he lived in Oakland in the Bay um, you know, before he made it big, so... so not that big of a deal. And Cher was probably with Greg Allman if she was in Oakland. They were probably doing a show in the Bay or in Oakland back in the 70s. How that's, cool is that? That's how they all would have you know, run into each other. So, Man, what a good story, dude. Tom Hanks, right yeah. on. Yeah, there you go. Everybody starts somewhere. And you got to, don't you? Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Tom Hanks, far better performance bringing your bag up than, oh, I knew it. Wilson! Wilson! Leave it at him doing something nice. That right there, and him being in Booze and Buddies and and Bachelor Party, the best work he's ever done. Probably the most significant work Tom's ever done, bringing Cher's bag to her door. I want you to think about the significant loss felt by a man that lost Wilson. That's all he had, dude. It was like watching his heart float away. Oh, God. This is such a bad idea to leave one actor to do a whole movie for five effing hours. Boy, he really pulled it out of me, too. <laughs> this just in. Here's Dog and Joe. 93.7. The River. Well, this is very, very sad. Awful thing happened last night, and disgustingly, it was not televised the event, but the game was on TV. It was a national game, and the Sack Kings issued a statement expressing their condolences after a fan died during the game with the Kings and the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> Uh, the Kings did lose. It was 117 to 127. Uh, but a, med a medical emergency personnel did respond. Paramedics showed up to provide medical aid, but they were unable to resuscitate the victim. Oh. 
uh, and this happened during the first quarter. The Kings have reached out, and they said, this is so tragic, so sad. It's never what we want any of our fans or attendees to experience during an event or a game. Uh, but tragically, they administered the CPR, and the efforts were unsuccessful. So oh, our condolences as well to the family and loved ones. I mean, that's just, okay, death sucks. But to go out, you know, you're at a live event, and if you're the deceased, at least you got to see a ball game before you went. But then you have all the others in the area that are affected by this event, and it's, it's just terrible. It would suck like that, but imagine being being your family that goes with you. That's where your family member dies at an event that's, like that. That's tough. That would be hard. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, according to the government, fewer planes, helicopters, and tours will be going over Mount Rushmore and other national monuments. What they're going to do is put new regulations into effect because they want to protect the serenity of the most beloved natural areas in the United States. Now tour guides and tour companies, they're fighting because they're like, hey, we make money taking people over all these you know, monuments and showing them things they can't see from the ground. Yeah. And I guess it's gotten so noisy over the decades and it's such a distraction. They said, nope, this is going to be the strictest yet in years. And they said Mount Rushmore and Badlands National Parks are essentially banning all Air flight, helicopter, or plane, they cannot get within a half mile of the South Dakota Monument. I don't know what they're going to do for Badlands, uh, but the the Mount Rushmore, starting in April, you can't get to a half mile of that thing in the air to look at it. So they're going to discontinue it. They want to, to, to protect the serenity and the beauty of the National Monuments. Why, I guess people in the area or what have you are complaining of helicopter traffic or... I've never been to Mount Rushmore. I mean, is there like a, a track to homes next to it? I, I mean, don't know. I thought it was <laughs> just a mountainside somewhere out in the middle. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is there like, uh, you know, a big development? Is there a Bed Bath and Beyond and a whole city in front of the... I don't know. That never Badlands been. Indian, that thing is out. I would think there's nothing around there. No, that's a ground structure. That at first they didn't even think it was a, a real Indian head. Somebody put like a gas a gas line in where the where the Indian's ear is. The only way to see that Badlands Indian uh-huh. is above. You can't see it from the ground. So what's the use? There's there, none now. Unless you would never be able. They found it on Google Earth, so you'd never be able to see that thing if you were wise. It's it's huge. And and again, that's see that's my fear. You take away the air travel, helicopter or plane, then you're going to have more people on foot, and then people are going to start playing with spray paint, and then you know what I mean. I think I think it gives more people the only opportunity to do it by foot, and then you start vandalizing. So if you're driving into work, wondering what we're talking about, just Google Badlands Guardian. Whenever you get to where you're going, you'll where, see. Where is that? Where is, is that? South Dakota's the Badlands. Is that right? Is it? Is it by the? I I don't know anything yeah, about it. I've it's never out. Been it's there. like out in the desert, and yeah. and the Indians of of old, you know, built this thing and and did whatever they did with it, and then they just discovered it recently of modern era with yeah. you know satellite and Google and all that. Well, I mean, hell, I I saw the uh, Mount Rushmore years ago. We talked about this yesterday. The viewfinder, yeah, the viewmaster. You got it on there. Oh yeah, I I used to put that disc in there, and I I saw Mount Rushmore like in second grade. <laughs> So you're good. Yeah, I'm good. Plus, if I want an updated image or a different, you know, uh, what do you call that, perspective, Google Images, it's pretty good. Uh, The U.S. housing market saw big declines this year. I know if you're looking for a house, you haven't seen the declines you'd hope for. What they're saying, though, now is for 2024, these cities are going to see pretty big growth in the tune of a 13% jump. 
Some of those towns are in California. One would be Oxnard, Riverside, Bakersfield, San Diego, and say it with us, Sacramento, among the markets that are slated to see double-digit sales growth for the year coming up 2024. Uh, there's other cities and states that are on the list, but I guess the only ones we should care about are here. Toledo, Ohio, uh, Vegas, Springfield, Massachusetts. They're all going to see they're predicting uh, double-digit growth, too. But um, I-, I told you this a couple weeks ago, the Central Valley which is more commonly south of here, the growth for the next 20 and 30 years is supposed to just go gangbusters. Yeah. And Sacramento now is slated to see some pretty big growth, 13%. And nothing here really fell. It just kind of stalled. Prices went down a little bit, but not like what people had hoped if you're looking for a house. So if you're looking and these economists are right, it ain't going to get easier. Oh, man. And and the traffic ain't going to get better, and the commute times aren't going to get shorter. And now, Cowtown, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, oh, God, Cowtown. Yeah, People love it here. They're going to live here, and we're going to have to deal with it, and Sacramento is going to become like the Bay Area or L.A. Oh, it's all, all the surrounding cities are growing. They're growing quick, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you better rush out and uh, do what's... Uh, Able to be done, I guess. Now for me, it's just not do anything. Enjoy your house. Thank goodness you got one. Yeah. If I had to buy one right now, I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, you really need to get a hold of that black mold. You got to start working on that. That's not what that is. <laughs> it's not black mold. If you want to see the great tree off trees, uh, two trees enter, one tree leaves, you get your votes in. All you got to do is go to either Facebook or Instagram page, and you'll clearly see which tree is underneath black mold. Uh, not true. That's all I'm say. That's the way you want to treat St. Nick. I mean, really? Santa's going to come down a chimney into black mold? That's not Christmas. It's a taste great update with Dog and Joe. 93.7 The River. Well, here we go with the taste great update on a Tuesday. Lots of people are excited about this. Footlongs coming back to Subway. If you go back about 10 years, you know they went to court, and a lot of people are saying, hey, the footlong's only like 11.73 inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not getting a full footlong. And then Subway had trouble because a lot of people said the tuna wasn't tuna. That's, they, that's tuna. Yeah, they were finding out that the chicken wasn't chicken, and I don't know, someone said the bread wasn't bread. I don't know. Subway's had a long battle for a long time. They say, though, the footlong is back, and it will be available nationwide in 2024, but the footlong is not going to be a footlong sandwich. They're busting out a footlong chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my goodness. I'll swing the screen around just so you can see it. Um, it is going to look just like a sandwich roll. It'll be a foot long or 11.73 inches or whatever it is. Sure. And it's just going to be a foot long, flat sandwich roll shaped chocolate chip cookie. And we're going to get those. I'm looking at it and I'm like, is it 1960? I mean, I, I just, I can't imagine. Maybe, maybe it's good. Maybe it's, it's good. Just nothing excites you. I just, I don't understand this. I mean, it's one foot of chocolate chip cookie. Okay. Okay, if it's chewy, that's yeah. going to be something. Okay, so so when you say chewy, you like know those... Chips Ahoy chewy. Well, no, I'm going to go Pillsbury, you know, the cookie I'll log? i one of them, too. The cookie log. Like the, like the raw? Yeah, that you, you know, and you make your cookies at oh, home. Okay, you're talking about after you cook it. Yeah, it comes in that tube, mm-hmm. and then you just, you break it off and you put it in the pan. 
If it tastes like that and it comes warm and it's soft, man, it's not going to pull me into to Subway, you know, to get a sandwich and then that cookie. But I mean, if you're there, okay. And I know they're trying to get rid of Jared's fat jeans and all that, but you remember for a long time because Jared turned out to be a scumbag. Oh, yes, he did. Subway was a healthy place to eat and he held up the big jeans and you could go there and lose weight. Well, this doesn't look like a weight loss tool or menu item. Sometimes when you're eating right and and need a treat, you're allowed to just reward yourself, and that's what this is. It's just one foot of reward. So this is what I think Subway needs to do. They need to get a hold of someone at Taco Bell. Okay, yeah. you got to take these foot long chocolate chip cookies. This is simple. You got to throw mustard on them. We need some black forest ham. We need turkey. We need onions. We need sandwich. mustard. We need tomatoes. We need pickles. Turn that some bitch into a sandwich. Put some protein on it. Now that I would try. Now simply, simply this. And I don't people, know if I'd like that. I'll tell you this right here. You take two of those chocolate chip, uh, chip cookie foot long things. Simply mayo it i don't like mayo but on a on a blt a little bit of light mayo you salt the tomatoes and you hammer it with bacon and then take another 12 foot or 12 inch cookie and put it on top i'll bet you that bacon and tomato on that would be good well you can bet yourself because i'd never try that or put that near my lips that sounds <laughs> just awful i'd eat that mayonnaise on a chocolate chip cookie i can't even believe you said that I don't like mayo, but on a BLT, I will I will rock the mayo. Every now and again, I'll put it on select things. You can't even eat a BLT with mayo. It's got to be Miracle Whip. <laughs> so if you're going to put that on a cookie, you're going to put the mirac- you're gonna have to put the tangy zip on top of that thing. That actually kind of tore my taint when you said that. Oh, that, it will. That hurt. It will. That's how you know it's good. Uh, Blue Moon, they ruined beer, so now what they're going to do is they're going to ruin cream cheese and bagels. Hmm? Blue Moon Beer teaming up with Pop-Up Bagel. It's this company out of New York, and what they're going to make is some bagels and cream cheese. The cream cheese is going to be a Valencia orange cream cheese made by infusing Blue Moon into the bagels and the cream cheese, and uh, they say that you got to hurry though, and you got to visit the actual store. You can try to get it online, but it's only going to go. Oh God, it's already over with. It ended December third. Daggummit! Look at you, goofball. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, hey, I know we'll take a real, real rotten beer, and then we'll con a company into ruining their their cream cheese and their bagels with it. Well, an orange spreadable cream cheese on a bagel. Now, I might. I, mean, I could I, go for that. That's I, not. That's I not bad. Maybe do that as well. I was thinking. I, I mean, I don't. I don't mind cream cheese on a bagel. Oh, I, I love cream cheese, and there, there's nothing wrong with infusing fruits into foods and all that. You don't put it in beer, though. That you don't was, like a blue moon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. No, I. Um, I'll answer that. All right. Uh, hell to the f. No. Okie doke. It was a simple plan, they say. Business tends to slow down at certain Red Lobster locations during the third and fourth company uh, quarters. I don't believe that. So the company said, we're going to do a new promotion. For $20, customers could eat as much shrimp as they wanted. Uh-huh. The promotion has been a tradition at the Red Lobster chain for more than 18 years. But in June, the company, they decided that the endless shrimp would become a permanent fixture on the menu. They knew the price was cheap, they say, but the idea was to bring more traffic into the restaurants. Then what they did is they had a meeting with investors. They called this the earnings call meeting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What they found out for 2023 was 
that Shane had lost by this story, others have said much higher, $11 million. <laughs> I don't want to find that humorous. Other news sites I, I read said it was $13.1 million that the Shane lost because no one's going in there to eat anything else but endless goddamn shrimp, and they turned the lights out on the place. Well, have you ever had it? I mean, it's delicious. I could eat popcorn shrimp out of that place for a week. That's great, but it said we don't earn a lot of money. At $22, we're not earning any money. So basically, all they're making money on is 4 and $5, whatever they're selling on sodas. People aren't coming in there and wanting the Admiral's Feast or the Captain's Chowder, whatever the hell they sell. They're just going in there, and they're shutting the lights out, and everyone is showing up to eat endless shrimp. And the company's like, oh, my God, the place is packed. This is great. Then they go back, and they start cooking the books. They find out they lost 11 to 13 million dollars just sawed through their shrimp um so that's yeah that's not a good business plan um it did work to get people in but they didn't spend anything else on anything else they just went in there to eat their shrimp so i don't know what's going to happen if they're going to get rid of this or if they're just going to just say screw it we're just going to go bankrupt yeah you guys just eat here until we're broke they ain't going to go bankrupt man they'll they'll recalculate and reevaluate and come up with something i want you to think about something in a world where people are turning to eating raw fish like there's no tomorrow yeah it's the that's the thing. Raw fish. These people still cook it. And they make a damn good living doing so. And they've been around for a while. The world wants it raw. Red Lobster it won't give it to you that way. Okay. We're going to come in. We're going to put some seasoning on there. We're going to put some heat to it. Yeah. Well, this might change, okay, for Red Lobster because they're not going to have money to turn the ovens on. <laughs> when you're losing 11 to $13 million a year or in, in almost a year, this is what they're going to do, though. They're still going to continue on. This board that slapped him in the face and told him stop doing this wasn't enough to course correct. The deal went from twenty dollars to twenty-two. That's all they need. Red Lobster says no. We're going to knock the price up three more dollars. We're going to continue endless shrimp, but it's going to be twenty-five now. So this time, a good deal. This time next year, we'll talk about losses of only what four to six million. That's bringing it up. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. That's so. improvement. <laughs> yeah. My God, the place is packed every night, man. There's lines out the door, man. You guys must be making money. Nope, we lost $13 million this year. That's <laughs> oh, just insane. It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, it's Christmas time. Just a little bit. You can give it. There goes Super Tramp here on the River Dog and Joe Show. Anytime at all, if you want to check out our podcast or a trillion other iHeart podcasts, all you got to do is go to the free iHeart Radio app. That's where you'll find that talkback feature. Click the microphone, and you got 30 seconds, which a lot of people are like, 30 seconds? That's not enough. That's an eternity when you sit where I sit. Oh, come on. It's plenty of time for you to say anything at all, whether you... Want us here or not, we can't respond. So let's take a listen to a couple of them. Uh, here we go. Hey, Dog and Joe. Uh, so I remember Dog was talking about Vermont cheese. That stuff is pretty good. Uh, if you want to try some, I don't know if you can get it out there uh, because it might be just be a local thing. Try Cuba cheese. Uh, it's from New York. Uh, it's Cuba cheese in New York. Uh, in New York, the town's called Cuba, and the place is called Cuba cheese. I don't know why I'm explaining it like this. Just... But cheese is pretty good, especially the, like, the cheese curds. Super good. Okay, now, agree or disagree, 30 seconds, plenty of time. I love when people get passionate about something. They don't, here's the thing. 
if you don't do this a lot, you don't really know exactly. You're used to speaking to somebody. So to leave a weird message like that the first couple of times you do it, I, I totally get it. I talk a lot. I'd have a hell of a time leaving something in 30 well, seconds. Well, no offense to that. I mean, he um, is good or not better than you. I mean, a lot of times well, you he t- explained himself well. Yeah, you tell stories, and I don't even know what you're talking about. There's Me been, either. There's been, I don't know what, 400, 500 times where Joe's talking to me, and I'm looking at him. And I feel as if I'm having a stroke because I cannot comprehend what you're saying. I feel that, and I'm the one talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what he is talking about, though, and I, I don't know anything about this Cuba cheese, but I mentioned Cabot. Uh, and a lot of stores here, whether you go, I don't care if you go to the Save Mart, the Rayleigh's, wherever, it should be pretty easy to find now. They've kind of blown up, but it's called Cabot, C-A-B-O-T. And they've got, depending on which store, I don't know, eight? Ten cheeses under the Cabot name, and the one that I love, and it's so effing good, is the Wickedly Habanero, and it is one oh, of the... spicy cheese. Oh, it is. It's good. So if you like the pepper jacks or the pepper cheddars, if you like the peppers in your cheese, this is one of the hotter uh, cheeses out there, and the flavor, it is really, really good, and it's a cheese that comes out of Vermont called Cabot. I, I love it. Okay. It is damn good. So okay. thank you for that. Let's go to uh, another one here. Oh, well, it doesn't want to play. We couldn't open the media file. It says here, take two. <laughs> uh, you got to be kidding me. Come on with you. Why, why, why would these not open, Joe? I have no idea. I just previewed them. I just played them. Here we go. Take two. It, it says we cannot open the media file. Why? I don't know. It makes zero sense to me. They should all be working just fine. All right, let's try this one. It See? It, you can see what I see, right? Try closing the email and reopening the email. Oh, you mean again? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it's like deleting the cache. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that. De- deleting the cache. Joe and I joke about this. Son because, of bitches. Yeah, when any IT or internet expert, whenever they can't figure something out or they're on the phone, oh, have you tried deleting the cache? Joe and I joke about this. Back in the day, you know, the engineers, they'd come in. Oh, you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to give it a cold boot. It's cold boot time. Oh, yeah, cold boot. Stand back. Call 911. We're going to cold boot it. Remember the first time you heard cold boot? You're like, oh, my God. What are they going to do? They're going to unplug it from the back. Then plug it back in and turn it on. After you count to 20. Yeah, cold boot, baby. Coming in. Cold boot. We have to resuscitate a a hard drug. Shut up. I'm going to need you to stand back while I cold boot this. <laughs> cold boot. Okay. Um, I promise um, you can still leave talk bags, and typically... This is screwy. I don't get this one. I don't. I, I can't explain why it's not working. We just listen to them. Yeah, we just listen to them. We never have trouble. So uh, keep leaving the talk bag uh, for us. Click the microphone, and we're going to get someone in here immediately to give us a cold boot. I'm going to delete the cash. <laughs> Can we get an engineer in here? Hey, Control-Alt-Delete. <laughs> lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WTF, a.k.a. What the Fact, with Dog and Joe. 93.7 The River. What the Fact? Yeah, baby! Facts are amazing on a Tuesday. That is what you will shout. How many medical error deaths occur each and every day just in America? Medical error deaths that occur each day in America. Um, 100. <sighs> Boy, you really believe in modern American medicine. Uh, no, there are 250,000 medical error deaths per year, bringing out to 684 per day. Damn. That is a what the fact that frightens me to the core. Almost 700 a day. That's a lot of people. Uh, that is a ton of people. Man, what the fact? What unique thing does a crocodile share with another animal? What unique thing does a crocodile share with another animal? I don't even know how to answer that. Um, I'll just give you a hint. It does something like another animal that you wouldn't expect it to do. Okay. It's... Uh the noise it makes. It makes a noise like a... Um, like a cat? No, I can't. A crocodile, they make that... But they do another noise, too. That's like a higher-pitched thing when they're the mama alligator. I'll just say they, they make a call like a bird. Oh, uh, 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 no. Facts are amazing. That is what you'll shout. You're going to like this. WTF. Crocodiles often gallop just like horses. Oh, what the fact. What the fact. I knew that. Anyway, that's that's t- frightening as all hell. <laughs> and they can run fast. Yeah, well, because they're not running. They're galloping. Jeez. Facts so amazing. That is what you'll shout. Speaking of horses and horsepower, what kind of horsepower does an individual horse have? Meaning, one horse's power output is how many horsepower? Forty. No. Hmm. How much? 14.9. 14? Yeah, so when you talk about horsepower, like everyone's like, oh, one horse, one horsepower, two horse, you know, no. And again, the equation with the inertia and the torque and how they equate horsepower for vehicles, you got to think about that. But one horse has 14.9 horsepower or ability to pull or move. Oh, what the fact? I figured it had a lot more than that. It's pretty good. Uh, what is something that that brings an increased risk by shaving your shortened curlies, your pubes, the sprouts? You're at an increased risk for this by shaving your downstairs. WTF, fact so amazing, that is what you'll shout. Bacterial infection. Hmm. Uh, very, very good. But this is beyond bacterial infection. You're in an increased risk of STD because, it's pretty interesting, all the little cuts and nicks are creating more open holes, if you will, to your bloodstream, giving you more chances to get an STD in that area. What the fact? Pretty crazy. Yeah, that's very crazy. Yeah. Uh, We'll do one more, then we'll get to news. Facts so amazing, that is what you'll shout in 2008, Speedo, the swimsuit company, 
and NASA partnered and they created something. What did they create? Um, they created the the new suits that NASA has, where they don't—they're not like the great big white puffy NASA astronaut suits anymore. They're more not spandexy, but but more body contour. Yeah, and they've got different kinds of like fluid that runs through them to keep it mm. uh, from from collapsing in on you. Uh, no, a little bit more simple than that. Two thousand eight, Speedo and NASA collaborated. They produced a swimsuit, a swimsuit so drag resistant that it was banned from all swimming competitions because swimmers that used it had a far greater advantage than swimmers who did not use it. Well, what the fact? I mean, this thing made them just right through the water. It was so drag resistant and slippery and streamlined, they actually hauled ass Far faster in the water than people that were just using the old school normal speedo. And it was NASA's technology that helped them do this? Or, I, I mean, why would they? I don't understand where the NASA comes in. Well, the NASA is for the drag, and they're going to use this for something. Maybe they're going to cover the, the rockets in, in speedo, whatever. Sure. You know, people are always testing things. Sometimes they stumble upon things just because they're trying to yeah, figure yeah. out how to reduce this. This is a weird, weird compilation to come up with that, ain't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, speedo, they have all the technology with lycra and resistant to water and stretchability and all. NASA, they know about drag, so um, Speedo, they want to reduce speeds. NASA wants to increase speed, whatever, and they collaborated, and um, that's what they found. And uh, I mean, what the fact? I'll tell you this. Uh, in 2008, um, I went out and I bought one of these. Oh, I wish you wouldn't have. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. Uh, wife loves them. I bet she doesn't. And I'll tell you this, I don't swim in them, but, but they come off fast when I wear them. She, I mean, she she pulls those suckers off of me, I be lickety split. There was no reduced drag on those in 2008. <laughs> what there should have been was a lock to keep them on you. <laughs> yeah, chastity. This just in. Here's Dog and Joe, 93.7, The River. Well, this is not beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And, man, you know, you just had the Macy's Day Parade and the holidays right around the corner. This is not something Macy's wanted to deal with. A Macy's store in Philadelphia where an apparent shoplifter stabbed two security guards, killing one. Oh, boy. Became the site of a huge criminal investigation. The store will temporarily remain closed while they work with law enforcement to figure out what happened. Uh, they didn't say how long the store is going to be closed. Uh, one of the workers stabbed, killed. The other one uh, was being treated for injuries, stabbed in the neck and face. Stabbing took place inside the store just after 11 a.m. Goodness. This, this was yesterday. And after the stabbing, they got on the local train there, the train system, and somehow jumped around and jumped around. I don't know if they, they used camera or whatever. Uh, police were called to the scene 15 minutes after the initial call. They got there, and security guards at the store got into some sort of confrontation with the guy. And he left. Then he came back. He was angry, and he started stabbing the place up. I don't know if they've caught this guy yet. It looks like he's still on the run. What a place for that to happen. Yeah. And At that time of day? There can't be many. I mean, I know it's a big city, but 11 a.m. on a Monday? Man. 
Just insane. A lot of people saw that. Whoever was in there, that that made a spectacle. Yeah, no that's, doubt about that's it. terrible. Uh, there's a 11-year-old girl, and I guess I have to believe this because uh, it's on TikTok. This 11-year-old girl named Moo Abram. She's going all viral on TikTok because she's showing off her lavish lifestyle. She's got a purse. She's got a dress. She's got all these different clothes. And she's wearing all this stuff. It's like to the tune of $250,000. 11. She's 11? Yeah, she's 11. 11 year old little girl. She's got on a $124,000 watch, a $31,000 Hermes handbag. She's got on all this, this clothing. And they take pictures of her because her parents have a luxury jewelry and clothing shop. So Okie dokie. They use her to model all these clothes, and everyone's going crazy. Like, oh, this little girl, she gets to wear all this stuff. In this day and age, with what we just talked about with Macy's in Philadelphia, and the fact that you can't walk into a CVS and just buy batteries off the counter, is it smart putting your 11-year-old daughter in in clothing valued or things valued at over two hundred thousand dollars, when people will go in to steal razor blades, I don't believe it is smart to brag and or show off anything. Well, right he, now, here's the thing though: they have a luxury store, so she's like a model. She's there, so they're not really bragging; they're just showing people this is the stuff we sell. Right. Well, okay, good point. Good point. So she's like a model, if you will, and You're they're right. using their daughter. So it's kind of cute. It's different because most people don't see eleven-year-old girls wearing all these luxury items. It's definitely make you do a, a double take, wouldn't it? You see her with that much stuff, you're like, whoa. Yeah, whoa. and I guess on TikTok they call her the billionaire's daughter. What does she look like? Does she look like an eleven-year-old? Like a little girl? Um, yeah, she looks like a little girl. And yeah. I'm, I'm looking at her all dressed up. She's got fancy. I don't look at any so of this. So it's probably cute. And yeah. Yeah. People like it. And the, the parents say it's a form of escapism. They've got 200 million views on TikTok. Uh, some people are saying, no, I wouldn't do that to my daughter. Others are saying it's beautiful. I'm saying if I had that store, I wouldn't do that to my daughter because... Someone's going to steal her. Someone, if people, Or something in the store, for sure. Now they know what they've got. I mean, they go in there, and, and she's in there. They're going to take imagine? her for ransom. Uh, you know, people go in to steal freaking baby formula. Truth. I mean, they're going to take the daughter, and they're going to hold her until they get seven or eight watches and 50 handbags. Yeah, th that's the one thing I would be worried about, is someone actually taking the girl. Boy, in this day and age, that is a setup that could happen, too, just because of the way things are, just oh, like yeah. you said. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. crazy. That's nuts. So, I, yeah, I don't know, but, I mean, they, they're getting big business off of it. So. I mean, that's something she'll never forget, you know, when she yeah. gets grown up, when she grows up or whatever. She'll be like, wow. Bud Light, they're trying to get back in business. They're clawing tooth and nail. Uh, they made a huge, another huge mistake, though. This time they've hired Peyton Manning and Emmett Smith to hawk their beer. Oh, they're in good shape. They put that guy on it. Oh, yeah. There's a new set of commercials, one of which that already dropped. Smith and Manning appeared in the new Easy Rounds campaign from Bud Light. And they're getting ready for this big Vegas Super Bowl, you know. Uh -huh. In the commercial, it came out Friday. Manning orders a round of beers for the bar. He starts to pass around the beer and then finds one patron going deep who makes a one-handed catch for the can at Emmett Smith's feet. Then Smith and Manning start firing the cans at the rest of the patrons. 
Emmett Smith said it was great fun making this commercial. Uh, I have not watched it. I don't care. Um, but I guess a lot of people are excited about it. And the commercial's kicking off the Bud Light ticket giveaway. Fans who buy the beer or show off their passion for the brand on social media can enter to win playoff and or Super Bowl tickets. So Bud Light well, there is, they go. It's trying. Yep. There they go. And and Emmett Smith plays well with Peyton Manning. They've done you've seen him before on their Super Joe Bowl commercials. Peyton. And you you want something to take off, put Peyton on it. I mean, people love him. He he's very good at what he does. He's he's just charismatic and silly and garbage football player, but I don't mind his commercials. Get out of here. I gotta say this though. I, I thought of this campaign. Tell me what you think about this. This is what I would do, and this is going to cost a lot of money, okay? Tom Brady, he's retired. He's the GOAT. Everybody knows about his lavish lifestyle. They know he's a champion. They know that it's all well-deserved and honestly earned. If I were Bud Light... Honestly, now, I mean, okay. I'm not, not going to stop you. He, 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 he wasn't a pimp. He, well, he didn't rob banks. He was a legitimate football player. Long-time cheating scandal with the uh, New England Patriots. He can't Long help it. Long time. He can't help that his hands are oversized and footballs are small. Then okay. he would actually deflate him with his strength. All right. Not a problem that he was able to control. But anyway, you start the commercial off like this. It shows Tom Brady either with a fancy shirt and sunglasses on on his yacht, okay, or shirtless. He's on his yacht. He's out sailing. I'm the sure season. you'd prefer shirtless. Sure. Sure. The goat, yeah, without a shirt. So he's on the boat, breeze blowing through his hair. He's got fancy sunglasses on. You know, he's standing out there. He's just looking at the sea. Then he walks over to a lounger. He sits down, okay? Everything's very luxurious. And he slides on all seven of his Super Bowl rings. He's taking his time. He's sitting in a lounge chair. You know, he's got the towel behind him. And then he reaches over, grabs a can of Bud Light, cracks it open, and drinks it. You know, celebrating the good life. And... There's no audio. There's no nothing. It's just a seascape, kind of like what Corona tried to do. But then the tagline or the words that come on the screen, who cares what others think? That's all you got to do. I don't like it. Yep. And Tom Brady wearing seven championship rings, enjoying the the riches and the fruits of his labor. And if Tom Brady can slug down a, a Bud Light on a yacht with seven Super Bowl rings, I think it should be pretty damn good enough for you. That's what. See, no, I, I, I don't like it. They they got to do something different. They can't. They, 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 Bud Light's not funny now. People aren't laughing with them. Well, they're, they will. They're still hated. They will. You let Peyton have a little hold of it. He's just getting good. That commercial hasn't even aired yet. Yeah, it did. It aired Friday. Yeah, that's when it dropped. Oh, well, it's only aired for just a little bit of time. Give it a month. Yeah. Give it a week. Yeah. Give it two weeks. Oh yeah. You know. Well, I'll just talk about this. Uh, remember what happened when he got his hands uh, into that Papa John's business? Boy, that exploded. That mm. didn't happen. And him and that stupid country I just singer. Had some of that not too long ago. <laughs> they're they're still trying to sell that damn nationwide insurance. Oh really? That's terrible. It would never fit on you. <laughs> uh, Those is, commercials are great. Who dude. is your insurance company, yeah. Joe? State Farm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know. it works pretty good. Doesn't well, it? I don't care. You know, <laughs> I don't care what he's hawking. I just like him. Well. They need something better than Peyton Manning and Evan Smith. They want to bring that Bud Light back. <laughs> Dog and Joe Show, 93.7 The River. It is called doom spending. You know, every day you wake up, there's some new catchphrase, some new title, definition. People nowadays, they have to name everything. Everything needs a name. And they've come up with doom spending, D-O-O-M 
spending. And what doom spending is simply, by what I gather, is instead of doing what you shouldn't do, you do the opposite. And if you think the economy's bad, money's tight, inflation is high, you would think, oh, God, I need to hang on to my money. Well, doom spending is the opposite of that. When stuff gets bad and doom is impending, doom spenders go out and spend because it makes them feel better. Um, no. I, I could see how Joe would fall into a doom spend category, but you spend uh, doom or no doom or Monday or Friday, Sunday is Tuesday. I'm a doom and a zoom spend kind of a guy. Yeah. When things are zooming along, just fine. When things are doomy. Just fine. I'll doom or zoom. Yep. Yeah, no gloom. Joe spends. There's no way you would spend in a doom type situation, is there? Oh, God. Even in a zoom situation, I have a tough time spending. Uh, but they're finding out. Wow. They're like, man, stuff's starting to kind of shrink up a little bit, whether we're in a recession or not, depending on who you talk to. Some companies are acting as if we are. But doom spenders, they're like, oh, my God, a, a pickle costs $19. I'll take three of them. I'm so hungry for pickles. <laughs> yeah, because it makes them feel better. So doom spenders are out. Even with all this massive credit card debt, spending boatloads of money because they want to feel better in these trying financial times. And they say, rather than cutting expenses, 73% of Gen Zers say they would rather live in the moment than to save. High inflation doesn't matter. They said, we're not going to stop because we don't know if we're going to wake up tomorrow. We're going to go out and spend it like it's our last dollar because it's going to make us feel good. And people are saying, you, you shouldn't do that. The only thing you have on your side is time because you're young and you can spend like an idiot now and make up for it, you know, with retirement and yada yada. But... You need to, to not do that. You don't want to spend more when things are tight. You want to save more. But no one's listening. And they say that's kind of some of the reason why inflation and cost of everything have gone so crazy. Because these stupid Gen Zers won't put their, uh, their, their wallets away. They just keep buying. So because they're buying and spending more, it's just making that product go up. Yeah, and whatever the product, it. the experience, the whatever. Yeah, they're like, oh, these it. these young kids. They, see, and, and the marketers and we the businesses. step on our own toes. They know, you're not a Gen Zer. But I do this. You do. That is fair. You do do this. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they know this. They know that these young kids are out doing this, so they're like, yeah, whoa, ha, 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 ha. And they just keep raking in the money, and they keep Shame handing it to them. on those folk, then. I mean, you want to make the world go round. You need to feed the economy and stimulate the system and whatever the hell else we've been taught growing up. You know, yeah. that's what we're doing. Yeah, but to, to live in the moment doesn't necessarily that you have to spend in the moment or spend it every moment. To live means you must spend. Somewhat, but no. And what happens if you live in the moment so well that you, you wake up the next day? Then what? How can you live in the moment every single well, I think you moment? You your own question. You live in the moment so well that you wake up the next day, you continue it. Yeah, but you can't. Why? On a Gen Z salary, when you talk about three-quarters of the Gen Z population, three-quarters of them are not footing the bill. They're not keeping up with what their spend level is. They're not making enough to buy all the crap they want to live in the moment with. They're charging it. That's not buying. Okay, That's not even borrowing. To me, in Joe's world... That's American. That's stealing. 
That's stealing things that don't belong to you. And you can call it credit, you can call it borrowed, but a lot of these people aren't paying it back. That's theft. Why would they? Well, I don't know. Something called um, patriotism, honesty. No, nah, don't bring a patriot. Uh, good, good, good conscience. I'm an American. I love America. I'm a patriot, but I will charge it until uh, I can't think of anything to rhyme with charge. But I'll charge it until I large marge it. Yeah. Okay. And you say that you love America, so you want you want to punish. I'm, I'm doing what America has taught me to do. But you want to punish. Fellow countrymen or or people that are in line to to come in the next year. You want to ruin it for everyone. I've just learned of this. I've just learned of us spending is now causing things to increase in value and go up. I've just learned we're shooting our own selves in the foot. I may curb that after Christmas. After. Okay, so there is a timeline to it. So you will slow down after Christmas. Oh, I said I may. May, may. May. At least it's in your head now. Um, Yeah, so if you're a doom spender, um, you shouldn't be. But again, you're not going to listen to me because I'm a Gen Xer. And what the hell do we know about anything um, beyond saving? Well, you know about party pooping. I'll tell you that much right now. (laughs) Party pooper. Yeah. Yeah. You just poop the party out every time. Hey, I'm going to have a party this weekend. I'm going to run down with my Amex and my Visa, and I'm going to charge it. And you're all going to come, and you're going to party, and we're going to have booze and pizza. And then you know what's going to happen on Monday? I'm not going to pay it. And then someone else will pay it because that's what America's taught me. Suck it, America. But I love this country. Well, I'm going to pay it. I'm just going to pay the minimum monthly. <laughs> minimum monthly. Yeah. <laughs> So well, well, Joe. It says here you've been you've been paying on this this eight hundred dollars for nine years. What was this eight hundred dollars for? Well, we had a party. Yeah, yeah. We all wanted to drink, and have a good time, <laughs> and not pay it on Monday. Joe, did you understand that you're paying thirty eight point two percent interest? Do you understand this party now has cost you $4,800? I see the commercials on TV. Yeah. If I pay the minimum monthly, I'll pay this off for 47 years. Jesus. (laughs) Stop doom spending. Makes perfect sense, though, huh? Trouble's coming. Fear is on the horizon or danger on the horizon. Let's spend. Here's Dog and Joe, 93.7 The River. I don't know if you saw this on TV or on your phone, but a mother in Mexico died after her leg was bitten off by a shark as she swam in the ocean. Uh, She attempted to save her daughter, who fortunately did survive, but the shocking aftermath of the shark attack was caught on video, and everybody over the weekend, lots of people, probably too many people, saw this. And the woman, Maria Fernandez, uh, being carried ashore by a group of bystanders, and this says, with her limbs missing. The story oh, says, man. leg gone, but the other part of it says, limbs missing. Uh, if you watch some of the video, which... I don't know why you'd want to, but people are screaming in terror as those nearby try to flag down others and drag her to safety. They could not do that because of the amount of blood lost. Well, you take a leg off, that's your femoral artery there. I mean, that's uh, that you're going to really, unless you can get it tied off quick, you're going to lose, you're going to die fast. Yeah, that's, uh, 
Terrible. Very fast. That's awful to hear. We come back to America now, not too far from us, San Francisco. Lots of people are like, yeah, I'm not going there. Places, you know, full of just, just feces and urine. It's just, it's gone to hell. Well, they have made strides, though. It says now car burglary in San Francisco has dropped since implementing the bans and crackdowns. They say now that they've documented... Well, sorry, they did document 6,703 car break-ins during 2022. It's now down to 3,399 smash and grabs. So they've cut this in half. So many, though. Yeah, but you look at this city. I mean, I don't know how many million of people live there. I mean, I don't know how many cars are there. Uh, But to knock it in half, I mean, almost 7,000 in 2022 down to... 3,400 in 2023, that's that's significant. I always thought for sure you were going to say car break-ins down in San Francisco due to their use of bait car. <laughs> yeah. I love that show, Bait Car. You did love that show. Yeah. I don't know what ever happened to it. I don't know if it's still on. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's pretty damn significant. But, again, yeah, they were cutting it down from something that should have never happened. I mean, just an astronomical number. Yeah. People quit rolling up their windows because they didn't want glass broken. That's right, yeah. People were leaving their trunks open so thieves could see there was nothing in them. Some people were even leaving their keys in the car because they're like, hey, you're going to break in, you're going to jack it all up, just just take it and I'll let my insurance deal with it. So I saw security cam footage uh, last night of a giant white it was looked like a Lexus uh, SUV back into a spot. A dude jumped out, cut the straps on a Christmas tree on top of someone else's car. Left. Took it. Yeah. Took their tree, dude. I ain't never seen that. I've not even ever heard of something, somebody doing something like that. People just, I mean, anymore. I mean, that's just, just animals. Can you imagine? Savages. Uh, we had last week, we talked about this. Merriam Webster's, their word of the year was authentic. That's right. Go yeah. back and listen to the podcast. That's a stupid word. It's just ridiculous the way he talked about that. Now, Oxford University, they can't be outdone. They have to have their word of the year. Okay. Oh, they're never the same. No, no, no. God knows. Uh, their word of the year is Riz, R-I-Z-Z. This is a term that mainly Gen, uh, Gen Z uses, and what it kind of means is prompt. Oh, I'm sorry, it beats outwards that they were going to put in, like prompt, situationship, and swifty. Okay. The new word is Riz, and it means style, charm, attractiveness. If you want to use it as a verb, you can say, let's riz it up a bit, which means to attract, seduce, or chat up a person. And the word simply comes from charisma. Oh, is that right? Riz, yeah. Well. And I don't want you to confuse this, Joe, because if you go into the store tonight and say, hey, give me a box of those Riz crackers, you're not going to get what you think you're getting. Those are called Ritz. Oh. Those are called Ritz. I guess I was already working on it then. Yeah, it's not called Cheese Riz. It's called Cheese Whiz. (laughs) But you remember, putting on the Ritz used to mean getting all glammed up back in the 80s. Putting on the Ritz. Yeah, 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 I do remember that. guy's name was Taco or something, and there was a song called Putting on the Ritz back in like the 50s and 60s when you wanted to put on the Ritz. When fashion fits, putting on the Ritz. Yeah, you'd get all glammed up, but now it's not about being ritzy. It's about being rizzy, short for charisma. So the word of the year is riz. I like that. I like riz. I'll use that. Sacramento's Rod Stage 93.7 The River. 
One of the two trees that we debuted yesterday is facing Armageddon. That's Def Leppard, Dog, Joe Show. Jump on the Dog and Joe Show Facebook page or the River Facebook page or Instagram. On the Dog and Joe Facebook page, almost approaching 400 votes. Ooh. Simply vote left or right. Uh, we each and every year debut our trees and we let the River Rockers vote. This is the 73rd annual Great Tree Off. Uh, again, I've told you uh, yesterday to do the what right thing and to vote. I'm just going to tell you this. Hopefully this That's doesn't give, give too much away. I woke up today and went into the living room and by my tree was a, a polar bear. Oh. And I didn't even see it. It, it was hiding. And it could have turned into a catastrophic event. I uh, wish it would have. I wish you would have had to wrestle that thing this morning about 2.30 a.m. But because the tree was so natural, mm. and I think the polar bear in such a natural state, it didn't attack. Um, that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to give too many hints, but uh, you can jump on. You can vote. See whose tree's whose. We're not going to tell you which one belongs to whom, but... That's a hell of a hint. I wouldn't give any more. No. You don't need to, I don't think. No. Uh, yeah, you can see the voting, how it's going right now. Friday, we are going to debut your submissions yes. and get you hooked up with that gigantic Disney prize pack. All you have to do when we tell you to, on Friday, we'll give you all the details and instructions. It's easy. You're going to upload your trees, and then we're going to let the River Rockers, after you submit, also vote. Mm -hmm. And so. you can have people from yours. Friends circle and family circle vote. You know, people Community. do it every year. Yep, that's how we get some big winners. Yeah. So uh, we'll keep giving you the details. We're just kind of killing time so you know about this. So you can either go out and get a tree, erect the tree you already have, get it decorated. That way you know you got some time to do this, but you're running out of time because tomorrow's Wednesday. And we don't want to just slam it into you the first week of, you know, people take a, a minute or two to get their trees up. So by the end of the first week, you should be. Pretty ready to go, I think. If if you're like Joe, yeah, you know, and it takes two, three, four, five, seven years to decorate. One week, yeah, is what it's taken so far. I've still got two more days to go. And you're not, yeah, yeah. Are you even halfway? I am uh, three quarters. Th three quarters of the way. Yep. All right. Well, jump on Instagram or on the Facebook pages, either of them, all of them, and make sure you get your votes in for the great tree off. It's the seventy third annual, by the way, and the voting for you will start coming up on. Friday as soon as we put them up, or Monday when we get back, or no, over the weekend? we're going to take submissions for a week, and then the voting okay, starts. Yes. All yeah. right. That sounds pretty cool, huh? 93 Minutes, Unstoppable Rock with NXS, Dog and Joe Show. We're taking off. Back tomorrow is a Lickus and Win Wednesday. We got this Gangs All Here Tour tickets to give you. Mm -hmm. Skid Row, Buck Cherry. Yeah. Uh, kind of an odd pairing, but the show is going to happen coming up at Hard Rock Live Sacramento Saturday, December 16th, right around the corner. Uh, pretty good way to get into the holidays. I mean, you know all the Christmas classics from Buck Cherry, um, Skid Row, countless Christmas songs they've penned. Um, so it should be a pretty good kickoff to the Christmas season. Boy, especially if they, if they dress up too and come as, you know, dress as Santa and the yeah. reindeer.
So, Sebastian Bach, uh, what a perfect Santa. All, you know, 88 pounds of him at 6'4". <laughs> <laughs> should be a good show for you. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Kind of a weird uh, pairing, but it should be a good show. That's what we've got tomorrow for Lickison Win Wednesday. Uh, make sure you get in. Vote for the trees, Please. left or right. All you got to do is go to any of the Dog and Joe or River social pages. Get the votes in. It is critical to our egos and whether or not we are going to show up tomorrow. I mean, don't hurt our feelings. And, Please. And what what I also noticed too in in these votes, this isn't a popularity contest. It's not who you like more on the radio. I I know, or you should. I should know. You like Joe more. He's he's. I a, don't know about that. He's a better human. And I am, but I failed quite a bit in my life. You're. Um, You've succeeded and, here and there. Yeah. Well, Tom Petty had a song. It was called "Even the Losers Get Lucky Sometimes." I like that. And and that's okay. It's it's not about who you like more. Look at the tree, okay? And set all judgment aside. And get in touch with your authentic self. And just ask yourself, which tree has more riz? And if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the Ooh. podcasts, and you'll figure it all out. You might be shooting yourself in the foot asking them to do that. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, but jump on, get the votes in, and we'll be here tomorrow for Lucas Win Wednesday. Monica Lowe's in next. Thank you so much for hanging out today. Enjoy your afternoon, and we'll be back to talk to you bright and early tomorrow morning. Play nice. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.